You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talking is not even our biggest strength. Hi, Nick. Hi, Caleb. It's me, your it, friend Caleb. It's you, Caleb. Mm-hmm. You're here, finally, yeah. at last. I've, you know, I've been in the other room with you for so long, but now finally I'm here uh, in this room with I you. I missed you in here. <laughs> even when we were together in the other room, <laughs> I was thinking about being in here without you, and I mm-hmm. missed you. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that we are back in our favorite room, our recording studio. Me too. Here in sunny L.A., Sunny California. Sunny Georgia-fornia. <laughs> Welcome to... Georgia-fornication. It's a really good television show featuring Mulder. Mulder. From uh, The X-Files. And Scully from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today I've got, a, I've got a fun little... I've got a funny joke for you. I would love to hear your funny joke. What's your favorite body part is my cue before I get to the joke. This isn't the joke yet. This okay, is just... This what's is your, just what are your favorite mm. parts of your body? Oh, clean, please. There were two. <laughs> clean, please. Well, you asked me first, what was my favorite body part generally? And then you said, what's my favorite part of my body? And those are two very different questions. Okay. Only because of self-loathing and, and uh, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, Vogue yeah, magazine yeah, 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 made yeah, yeah. me feel like I'm not beautiful. Well, sure. If you were and, if you were to personify right. body parts, then you could pick your favorite one of those. It doesn't have to be yours. It's like, Ooh. you know, like in Puyo Tetris, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Uh-huh. Puyo Puyo Tetris. Where all the Tetris people mm-hmm. have, like, there's like a person version of uh-huh. them. Yeah. You can, like, if, if all the parts of a human body were made into anime <laughs> characters, which one would be your favorite? Oh, my goodness. Um... Well, clean, I... please. <laughs> clean, please. You can see it in my eyes. Yeah. You can see me drifting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, I think that um, it would probably be really annoying to hang out with the knees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just feel like they're always they're kind of bumping around into everybody and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, trying to do like, hey, look at this. Watch me. And it's like. No one wants to look at you. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You want to be a performer. You want to have this, like, they're like, oh, I have a distinct face, but they don't have a distinct face. They just have a weird bot. No offense, but mm-hmm. the knee, the anime character of knees is not for me. I think the clumsiest group in body high. Yeah. Is all knees and elbows. Knees and elbows just all day long. <laughs> and then they're, they're, the shoulders start walking down the hall toward them. And the knees are like, ah, clacking together. Yeah. And then <laughs> the shoulders and the hips are hanging out because oh, they're popular yeah. kids. Very popular. Something that I've been doing. That This is a funnier conversation than my joke's going to be, just so you know. So I'm so sorry that to interrupt That never happens. It. I'm so, so weird. I'm so sorry to interrupt <laughs> it. But what I've been doing is to help me like my body parts a little more. Yeah. I have been characterizing them, but I've been characterizing them by giving them, you know, some of my favorite characters. I've just been like throwing some of my favorite characters as labels on certain body parts. So, you know, okay. so if I like uh, want to feel strong, then yeah. I'll say that I've got like knuckles arms. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I look at my, um, my ankles and I'm like, you guys need to time travel back and save Goku. So your trunks. <laughs> These are my ankle These trunks. These are my ankle trunks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the body part that I'm most proud of these days, yes. I think, is that I really, really like my sonic pecs. No,
I always forget what we're doing. I yeah. literally forget, and I don't. And I saw that one coming like two seconds away, <laughs> and brace myself for it. And then I wish y'all could see Caleb t- turning his head to the side, taking a sip of water, and mm-hmm. then giving me this like devious squint. <laughs> He's like, I have done it. I've done it again. Yet again, I have succeeded. It's your boy. At it again. <laughs> and another one. And another one. Bus. Plane. plane. Another joke. Another joke. <laughs> another pun. Another, another pun. pun. Uh, Hi, everybody. Hello. I'm Caleb Hewitt. I'm Nick Splendor. And this is Your Two Show. Your Two Show. A very important podcast where we talk about conspiracy theories. Your Two Show, the new class. <laughs> They've replaced us this season with complete lookalikes in different clothes. Mm-hmm. We're very, see, very similar, but... Uh, see if you can tell the difference. Yeah, if you can find... spot. There's going to be four major differences in this episode. Mm-hmm. This is We're recording this part bef- after we record yes. the rest of it. Yeah. And we have filled in four spots where we have not been quite ourselves. So, so if you notice those, uh, give us a quick uh, shout out. That's called character development. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you when you are not writing a good show, it's called character development. When you give characters traits that are not accurate, bingo! Welcome to modern television. I'm learning a lot about modern TV Mm -hmm, today. mm -hmm. Can you give me an example in popular culture of this amazing trend? For example, you've got Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm -hmm. Awesome character, love her. Hilarious, love her. When you okay, one good example of character development is when you find out that she used to be a dancer. Like, she was, like, a ballet dancer. Okay. And you're, like, awesome. Because it seems incongruous. You're, like, wait a second. That doesn't seem like her. But then it cuts. It shows her dancing. And then it cuts back. And she's, like, if you say anything, I'll kill you. But then she, like, does a dance move away. And you're, Mm -hmm. like, wow, what a textured, nuanced character. That's a good example of character development. Threats against my life always make me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Very funny. Very funny. Um, And then a bad example of character development is when... Sheldon from Big Bang Theory is given a television show about him as a child (laughs) and someone thought that that character should be elaborated upon through time Uh, and that's a bad example of character development and I think I've answered your question (laughs) yeah I think you've really answered my question Nick and unrelated I don't want a skeleton boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) Today we talked about Sonic X. (laughs) Episode 8? I think it was episode 8. Episode 8. It was Secret Launch Space Vacuum, I think was the name. Something like that. And then the other one is like, suck them on up. (laughs) That was the American title. They're always shorter and snappier and funny. They try to make a little pun and have... It usually works. Yeah. Pretty good titles. Yeah. And that one, I think think that was one of my favorites so far. I really admire titles. So the episode... I'll just summarize it real quick. Please summarize Sonic X. So the episode, basically, in, you know, bare bones, tiny terms, Mm -hmm. just throwing it out there, which I'll get to as soon as I remember how this episode begins. (laughs) What did happen first? So Eggman... Five minutes... Of rocket launch yeah. is the first thing that happened. Eggman, right off the bat this time, is picking his robot of the week. We see him stick his cards in the machine. Mm-hmm. It spins through them. A Rayquaza pops up on the screen. <laughs> and as soon as it does, we are treated to the Rayquaza 
uh, coming out of an opening in the treetops. Yes. This was hysterical. Very good. So the usually when you see a hatch open in the ground, it's like under a swimming pool or whatever. Or it's or even if it is in the forest, it like moves all the trees yeah. out of the way or you see them fall. What this did was the hatch apparently goes, because the tree cover was so thick, the hatch goes all the way to the top of the tree cover and just the top of the trees scooted out of the way. So that the whole, and there was a metal pipe going all the way through the trees up to the top. It's like a it's a um a natural skyscraper, right? Yeah. It's covered in it's covered in a thin layer of tree at the top, uh-huh. and then they just scoot the top. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, was really so funny. he fires his Rayquaza into space. The Rayquaza, Rayquaza. When I was a kid, yeah. everybody said Rayquaza, and I said Rayquaza, and it hurt my heart because I thought that I had it right, but it, I maybe didn't. And now I can't remember what I saw in the movie. Well, there's no real pronunciation of a Pokemon name. Yeah, and like, no way to check. And they don't even say it the same all the time. Like Pikachu, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like Totodile. Sometimes they say Totodile. Sometimes they say Totodile. Other times they say Charmander, and it's weird because they're all Pikachu. They're all Pikachu, and there's no reason to say it different. I think it might be a translation thing. It's a translation thing, and it's frankly an opportunity to try to cash out, which I love because I love capitalism. I was only interested in Pokemon when there were 151 Pikachus. And now there's like 700 Pikachus, and they keep trying to give them all different names, and it's very weird. Just, I mean, it's fine to have different outfits, it's fine to have, like, different looks for different times, it's fine to have nicknames, but don't try to be like, hey, 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 it's your boy Pikachu, a.k.a. Charcodile, a.k.a. Turtle Turtle Boy, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. The the blue one. I think it's kind of weird that you said it's okay to have nicknames, but you didn't say it was okay to have Caleb names. It's not like a big deal. I just thought that I would mention it. That is a kind of bias that i had that so, i had not yes thank you carry on so the I rest apologize. so the rest of the summary basically is that the <laughs> the rayquaza has a vacuum in its mouth it has an alien tongue that comes mm. out of the inside with another little tiny mouth and mm-hmm. it sucks stuff up in space it sucks up all these satellites yep. tails decides that they can fix the plane with the help of grandpa chuck yes to go up in space and stop this thing which is sucking up the satellites and taking over the television yeah and allowing eggman to broadcast himself as an idol on all the tvs right. in the world yes sonic and tails and chris all go up into space they stop the machine and destroy it and, and that's you know what that's the summary that's the episode thank mm-hmm. you so much uh, in the meantime, though, lots of very cute stuff happens. There's a lot of great stuff. We in get this to episode. see Bocoon. We Bo-coon. get to see. We get to see Cream and Cheese really, really enjoying their life, especially hanging out with Ella and like yeah. making pies and cakes and stuff. Amy helps Ella make some pies, and then uh, insists that they are only for Sonic to the point that she just Tails is reaching out to grab the pie, and Amy's like, "No, these are for Sonic." Th- grabs the pie swings tails off the couch and across the room into the tv she's really strong yeah amy is so so strong like she swings that giant hammer and she can turn a pie into a tv killing weapon (laughs) via tails very impressive and this i would like to say again these tiny things don't get uh pointed out enough when it comes to good writing especially in kids tv yeah so tails slamming into the tv we are presented with the possibility that Tails broke the TV when he hit it. Yes. So the TV is broken and then they cannot fix it. They think they'll just be able to like change the channel back. Like maybe he hit a button. Yeah. And when they're changing the channels, it's all staticky yep. and cream and cheese are very sad because they think the TV has died, which is a very cute little we kid thing. We won't be able to see our furry Barney anymore. <laughs> yeah. Terrifying Barney. God. So 
we're presented with the possibility because of the timing of it yeah. that tails hit the tv and broke it it's the most likely thing mm-hmm. and then they don't worry about it for a while yep. and then it's revealed later oh it was a coincidence because eggman had been sucking up the satellites Tails didn't actually break the TV. Right. It was turned off, which is why it couldn't be fixed. I didn't even think back on it. Yeah. Didn't, yeah. It was a really interesting little storytelling beat there yeah. of tying that back around. And uh, I just thought that was really cool. And again, it shows that Sonic X, more than any of the other shows we've been watching, looks at their stories as a full picture and yeah. is like tying them together and writing them to be connected. Yeah. It's like, okay, if he steals all the satellites what will happen then oh yeah. well then the tv won't come on okay so how do we factor that into this yeah all that kind of reverse engineering maybe from here here's where here's the monster we want to have what yeah. are the consequences it's pretty good it's really cool and it i've been watching a lot of jojo's bizarre adventure lately oh. which i don't want to talk too much about yeah. but the best thing about it and the thing that it uh, exemplifies i think in the perfect way yeah. of what anime does is one of the strengths of anime is taking an idea taking it to it and pulling it to its furthest possible extent yes like in death note where it takes this like one concept and just like pulls it as far as it can yeah and sonic x does that too with each of these robots is they start with one simple idea for the robot and then see all the different ways that might affect the world yeah like we get all the way to Eggman just because he didn't even know what to do with the satellites at first it, yeah we see a moment of him being after he sucked them all up he's like maybe i'll use them to make more robots or maybe i'll <laughs> And eventually, he yeah. just decides to release them back out and start doing a TV station. Yes. So this wasn't even his original plan. He's like reprogrammed them and gone, yeah. oh, okay, well, here. It's yeah. Egg TV time. Egg TV. And I, yeah, it was just a cute, fun episode. It's great. One of the ways that it does this anime thing, where they push it to its limit, where Tails is, cra- he crashes the plane again. Yes. The plane goes down. He didn't even get shot or anything. He just pushed it too hard, and then the smoke came out of the front, and it crashed. And Tails is not able Tails. to fly a plane without it crashing. I know, and I have to wonder, is it is it his um, maintenance abilities? Is it just that he flies too hard for that plane? I think yeah. that might be it, because then what they do is rebuild the plane. There's this long As a, like, conversation. a fighter space jet. Yeah, it turns it into a space Gundam plane. This was really weird. The conversation you were about to talk about? Yeah. Where Tails and Grandpa Chuck seriously, like, sit there and talk through the ramifications of how to use the Chaos Emerald in the engine. Multiple minutes. For, like, five straight minutes of just them talking back and forth and throwing nonsense fake science at each other. Well, if there's too much energy from the Chaos Emerald that we put into the engine, we'll have to tune the engine. Well, what if we add extra thrusters to the engine, and if we do that, then the energy will be dispersed, and we won't have to use it. I see what you mean, but in order to do that, we'll have to expand the chassis, and we'll probably need to put a cooler in there. And if we expand the chassis and put a cooler, but we don't find a way to use the energy, then we're just wasting it, and that won't be strong enough to defeat the robot. So I guess we'll have to put drinks in the cooler and tur- and use that, the extra energy, to keep the drinks extremely fresh. But if the drinks are really fresh, do you think we will get distracted drinking the drinks instead of doing our business, which is destroying the robot? Perhaps the drinks shouldn't be as fresh as you think they might need to be. I see where you're coming from, but the problem for me is that I think that when the plane is finished and we've got the Chaos Emerald in the engine and everything has gone according to plan and everything is now a different spaceship entirely from this plane that we started with, we'll be able to defeat the enemy so quickly that... 
there will be time for drinks. And there is a good point that perhaps we need a break after we have defeated the robot. And once the break is happened, we will need the drinks. But if we're going to space where it is cold, we will probably need warm drinks rather than fresh cold drinks. Extremely good point, except that I'm planning to drink my drink when I re-enter the atmosphere and everything's getting super hot and Sonic is finally getting thawed off the side of the <laughs> spaceship. <laughs> Sonic froze all the way today. He froze all the way today. He froze and was fine. Into Captain America Space Sonic the Water Bear. Yes. He, he turned into an ice block and was kind of grinning and saying, This is fine. Yeah, Sonic was the <laughs> Sonic did the exact inverse of the fire dog, the fire fine dog, mm -hmm. where he his Three quarters of his body were covered in solid ice, and he's like, this is still okay. Including his eyeballs. <laughs> he, like, moves his eyebrows above his eyebrows, about a, a, his eyebrows above his eyebrows above his eyeballs, yep. his second set of eyebrows, <laughs> and uh, says, like, this is fine, I'm fine. And Tails is like, Sonic can survive uh, in well negative past- negative 50 degrees. Sonic can easily handle negative 50. Plus, Sonic is shown- up in the stratosphere, and Tails as well. Up in the stratosphere, breathing fine, surviving fine. He's looking around, like, having just a grand old time while his body freezes. And he's just standing in space. He's standing in space in a way that would kill any normal being. He's standing on the outside. And it was, a point was drawn on it so much yeah. that it wasn't, it wasn't an accident. It no. wasn't like they just didn't want to deal with space. They have Tails specifically say, Sonic can survive past negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius or whatever. Whoever wrote this episode was obsessed with technical details. Um, there is a kind of like, uh, Do you think, uh, technical details? Okay. <laughs> I think that's probably why his name is actually Tails. Yes, because he's... He, I can't think of another reason why his name might be Tails. I think it's got to be short for Details. He's very attentive. Mm -hmm. He's really into the Tails. Details. Mm -hmm. Brower. Miles Details Brower. Miles... What did I say? Did I say Tails Details Brower? Yes. Did I <laughs> <laughs> There's the kind of... Like, Miles Details Brower is like who he would have been if he had not met Sonic and because he would have just become like a number cruncher. He you know? could he, he could have become like a number cruncher or he could have become a, the, a car customizer. Or the world's details. Or the world's greatest engineer. Yeah, he's a detail. He's like he he's putting spoilers on everything. <laughs> and he's like, hmm, I could optimize this Lamborghini with a cotton candy machine. That Let's, would be cute. <laughs> we've talked before about how Sonic is like really dragging Tails down. Yeah. So this is the universe where Sonic made Tails only known for the fact that he can kind of fly on his own instead of his actual abilities, which is that he can make things that let anybody fly. Yeah, exactly. Let and him it, be Tails Details Prower. Tails Details Prower for president. <laughs> uh, in, in, and on that topic, this Sonic X, this version of Sonic, not dragging tails down in my opinion no not at all this is a, such a supportive relationship and there's a shot very that good we took and, and tweeted the picture of where tails fly in the plane and sonic is big brother leaning over the leaning over the shoulder and just going like yeah you can do it tails and it's so supportive and so good and sonic has given everybody room to be their best and grow and we're seeing him become an even better leader episode to episode yeah. today at the end of the episode tails is like great job sonic and sonic says no the people, the real heroes today were Tails and Chris, Chris and the plane and the He's plane. <laughs> yeah, because Sonic is recognizing yeah. his role as both leader, but then in action sequences, he is a tool. And, yep. and it's not it's not a thing that I, th I think it's something that he's totally comfortable with. Yep. He's like, you send me out like a missile mm -hmm. to jump on all the missiles. Yeah. 
and then stop the bad guy. But the 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 plan here was built by Tails and Grandpa Chuck and the airplane yes. and Chris. Yep, loved it. I loved all that stuff. And also, Sonic was recognizing that Chris took a real risk going up there. Obviously, Sonic and Tails can survive in that kind of environment. Uh, yes. But Chris w- took his human body up there in space to try to help yep. and really did save the day by uh, handling, like, getting a ring to Sonic so that he would thaw out and defeat the monster. So Chris asked, like, please, can I go? I had Tails add, like, a special cockpit for me mm-hmm. to sit in. And Tails and Sonic's at first, like, no. And then he looks at it and goes, all right, well, you just have to promise... To stay safe, buddy. Yeah, don't slow us down. Don't slow us down. That's what mm-hmm. he says even. Like, not even stay safe. Just like, don't slow us down. Just like, hey, make sure you're doing your job. Like, yeah, pull do your right weight. Thing. And he, Chris does wind up helping. He doesn't really do he, He's much. Tails is flying and Chris is there to funnel the, the super ring power in the tube. A lot of tubes in this episode. This was also very strange. So, we didn't get exact... For an episode full of technical details, we didn't get exactly what was happening here. Right. But Chris pulls a ring out of a compartment in the plane, Mm -hmm. and then there's like a a series of four tubes that all have different colors. Yes. It's like red, blue, yellow, and then green, maybe? And he pops open one of them, and it wasn't the blue one, because I looked at it and was like, I wonder if these are pipes leading to the different people that are like on the plane or whatever, but it wasn't the blue one. But he just like sort of held the ring up next to the pipe and then sparkles from the ring went into the <laughs> pipe and then sparkled all over Sonic. Who thought Sonic in, in a disco space desire dream uh-huh. and he, he became supersonic and he became supersonic. So they used that terminology, but it's not supersonic in terms of yellow Sonic. It's not gold Sonic. Yeah. Right. He just went to he, like he's just gone he's gotten em, he's empowered this would have been when they started playing the or is that that's not that's not the that's not the song that they play when you're when you're invincible what's the invincibility no. song um every single one of our listeners hates wow me right now me too me too i also hate me because i don't remember what it is um but we're playing it but we're playing it right now maybe right now <laughs> um That was weird, but okay. The thing about the technical details, just real quick, there are certain kind of writers who like are obsi- like. I liked when I was little stories that involved a lot of detail about how does magic work, mm-hmm. what are the what, how does science fiction things work, like what is the name of the part of the robot that executed this maneuver or yeah. whatever. There's a certain pleasure in this like encyclopedic fiction mm-hmm. writing, and each of I. I feel like we can tell that these episodes do have different head writers yeah probably because the tone has been very different the pacing has been very different and in this one they really thought it was a good idea to spend two plus minutes <laughs> showing step by step how does rayquaza get from the belly of eggman's base into space yeah and then when we've decided we need to upgrade the plane in an earlier episode Tails is plain. Just transformed. Just transformed into an X because it got shot. Mm-hmm. They act like that's not even a thing. They right still now. have not explained that. And for a little bit, we thought there was going to be a continuity error. Yeah. That they were about to design the X plane. Yes, I absolutely thought that was going to happen. But no. That's not what happened. They made a whole other jet plane. But talking for three minutes about step by step, what are we going to do to the plane? And then. And then. <laughs> Showing it, and it's a completely different jet now. <laughs> they actually just built a different one, and none of those details really even mattered. And it's revealed that Grandpa Chuck has spent his life building a whole t- 
technical base underneath the mansion and like a runway that pushes the trees out of the way and a, yeah. a huge workshop that Tails geeks out over. He has a bat cave! That he's never used, apparently. He says, like, I've always wanted to use this runway. And it's like, you spent ah. all this money and built this thing, but, and it's because, yeah, like we've talked about, yep. Grandpa Chuck is Uncle Chuck. He knew this was going to happen. And yes. so he set the groundwork for Sonic and friends to succeed. How many lives has he lived? Right? How many, like, what, for him to have gone to Earth for long enough to be taken in as Grandpa Chuck, to be mm-hmm. believed to be a member of this family, maybe even to really be somebody's dad. Yeah, like he could, he could genuinely be Chris's mom's dad. Chris could be Sonic's grandson. For real. For real, and that had not occurred to me until this moment. Yeah. Okay, okay, hold on, but let's hold the phone on that it one also for puts a, It also adds a whole other level to why they made such a dramatic moment when they, like, came into contact and Chris saved him. That's literally the, like, going back in time and saving your own grandfather thing. Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> wow! And they have this connection that is not romantic. Right. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Stop sending us emails about that. <laughs> but... Like we made a one, we made one joke because it was a sweet moment, and I can't read any more emails about this. All this fan fiction everybody's sending I'm us. I'm gonna have about to it. go to jail because of the fan fiction you're sending me, and I don't <laughs> want that. I don't want that. You don't want that either. Send us all your um, fan fiction, though, for real. But not about that. Uh, we absolutely want uh, Grandpa Chuck and whatever actress he married that gave <laughs> birth to this actress that became. That's how Chuck. that works. Acting ability is really It's dramatic. hereditary, dude. Mm-hmm. Look at Jaden Smith, dude. It's hereditary. <laughs> He's the greatest actor of all time because he was. his parents are two of the greatest actors of all time. Mm-hmm. Two of the most beautiful humans to ever be born. Yep. Gave birth. To the other greatest beautiful humans that have ever been born. And he's amazing. He is really cool. So, t- don't come at me like hereditary is not an acting thing. We should get Jaden Smith on this podcast. We should episode... Jaden? Yeah. Hit us up, dude. I know you like Sonic. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay. I have a theory. Yes. I have a new... A slightly new theory about all of this. I've got five new theories. Let's hear yours. So... Somebody pointed out to me on Twitter while we were tweeting screenshots. Check yeah. out our Twitter. Fun time show. today. Everybody time playing today. along real mm-hmm. good. Somebody sent me, show me the point that there is a canon time in the video games too, where Sonic is holding on to a rocket ship in oh. space and apparently is surviving fine. But also compared this, I believe this was at Asparagus EDU. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good name. Hello. At Asparagus EDU showed me these pictures and showed me that Sonic also cannot breathe in a water so sonic dies in water sinks to the bottom can't breathe but in space is fine so sonic is fine in low pressure environments yes but not good in high pressure environments yes water specifically is dangerous yes but not having air is in and of itself not a problem that's not the issue there is something sonic does need bubbles when he's underwater Uh so i'm not sure how to make that exactly like he needs to have air in his body to keep the pressure up so what i'm thinking is uh sonic the hedgehog as we know him is a robot i think he's a robot he doesn't need to breathe but being underwater is a problem how how can this be if if we're going with he needs air yeah and he does breathe we've seen him breathe yeah 
what if he needs the air from the bubble to clear the water out of his body? Like he has to push it out. And so he, he adapts the air to push the water back out so it doesn't destroy him. Whoa. He's maintaining hull integrity. Yeah. But then vacuum is not a problem. Right. Because water is not getting in and frying the circuits. Mm-hmm. This explains why there are real animals and then there is him and his friends who are not real tiny animals. And it provides sort of a sad lens to the fact oh. that he's usually fighting robots. He's fighting robots that are on the other side, that are on the side of... He is the robot that has been converted to the side of good. He's the Mega Man. Ima- yeah. Imagine Eggman having made Sonic originally, but was attempting to make someone who uh, appeared biological, and he made a couple of these. Like, what if he made Sonic and Tails uh-huh. and Amy? Made people that appear biological, but they were so attached to that part of them, and they grew to understand and love uh, Mobius oh my genuinely. God. So they left him. And so the next time he made a Sonic, for example, he made Mecha Sonic, who was more aligned with his robotic nature because he wasn't made to appear biological. I think this is fascinating, but I do not want this to be the case. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whoa. This throws off the aging Sonic Chuck theory. No, it doesn't. He's, he is a, he's an Android. He's an Android in the sense that he's part biology. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. And this also means that should he need to, he could adapt his body to be human. Oh my. Instead of part hedgehog being part human. Oh my god. But still download his same personality to it and then blend in on Earth. Ah, uh, wow. This is um actually so much to think about that I have nothing to say. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't like this either. I don't love it, but it could be it's a but it's how compelling. else does he survive in space? How can you survive in space but not in a swimming pool? Mm-hmm. And then survive, you know, traveling through time. It's really, it's a, it wears and tears on your body. Yeah. So. The and fact- fundamentally, how does he run so fast? Yeah. Like, okay, allegedly super sneakers, but that's not in evidence here. Mm-hmm. His body. How does he turn into a ball? He's like Samus Aran. Yeah. Also a robot. Mm-hmm. Samus Aran is a robot who can turn into a sphere, who has a human disguise that she wears sometimes, <laughs> but she is a robot. Is that really how that works? I didn't know that about Samus Aran. Oh, yeah, definitely. So Samus Aran is a robot. Because one of the things that's true about me and has been true for every season of this podcast is that I know everything about Samus Aran. <laughs> Could it be that? Is it not? I always assumed that it was because the suit did something weird to your body. No, no, no. But that's what it's supposed to be, right? We're supposed to believe... Okay, Samus sidebar. We're supposed to believe that a human woman gets into a robot suit that is really big and bulky Mm -hmm. and somehow turns into a ball that is like two feet across? Yeah. I have never liked this. I know people don't think that. I don't. What? But what? Who are you trying to fool? I would have liked it. Yeah, if they had done, if they had done Samus correctly, yeah. that would be one thing. Yeah. But day by day, I just noticed more and more that they're all Samus Aaron. Sonic and Samus are the two video game characters who turn into balls. Mm-hmm. Are supposed to be biological but are actually 
robots, even when they appear not to be robots. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Are there any other apparent humans that turn into balls? Hmm. Get at me. Get at me. We need to we need to track down the orb factor here. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to the think sphere factor. The sphere factor, yeah. Enough about that. It's <laughs> time for some sonic news. Sonic news. We haven't done Sonic News in a while. We haven't done a lot of segments in a while. Segments are just floating out in the ether and we're grabbing them when they come. But today we want to talk about Sonic Forces, which has had some really big Sonic news this week. Sonic Forces. So Sonic Forces is going to come up after Sonic Mania sometime later this year. Yeah. And Sonic Forces is the next three-dimensional Sonic title, which most of you probably already know. But for those of you that don't, there it is. Yeah. So expected in 2019. Is it really um, 2019? Oh, no. oh you're, you're joking. La, 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 yeah. la, video games are hard to make. Mm-hmm. Um, what we already knew about Sonic Forces is that there was Modern Sonic and Classic Sonic, the littler Sonic. The little 2D Sonic. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's coming back from Sonic Generations. In Sonic Generations, however, they were the excuse was that they were going through all of these old stories. Mm-hmm. They, were tr- they were traveling together through old levels. Weird. And in this game we are seeing a world that robotnik has conquered and destroyed and sonic classic sonic and now you original the character (laughs) as uh somebody said on twitter that's so good oh good it's such a good way to put it yeah so in sonic forces they'll let you be a rabbit cat dog bear bird or hedgehog so obviously we'll have to use the rabbit format for our taupe sonic rabbit bat Maybe bird might work too, but probably the rabbit. Probably the rabbit. Mm-hmm. And by by we, we mean everyone listening to this <laughs> is going to play Sonic Forces as Tope the Rabbit Bat. I'm so excited to play as Classic Sonic, Modern Sonic, and Future Sonic Uncle Chuck. Yes, Sonic. me too. The Sonics of past, present, and future. God. Uh, it's going to be so good. I have been made so happy by everyone talking to us on Twitter about this stuff. And I'm sorry that I'm I'm not... Uh, rem- I tried to look up just now, like, who had said certain things on Twitter, and Twitter's a nightmare, and it's hard to look up your your names, and I had... Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Everybody has been so buried. But y'all been so good. It's so fun. Oh, that so that particular joke was Zambo Ace. Thank you, Zambo. At Zambo Ace. Uncle Chuck, past, present, and future Sonic. I'm <sighs> so, so ready for this game now. Yeah. It, it worked on me. I didn't even personally have... Sonic OCs when I was growing up. That wasn't a thing right, that I really did. Either. But the idea of being able to just like goof around in this ridiculous character creator and give somebody posted a screenshot of like all the different gloves o- just only that you can put <laughs> on. And it was like somebody knows what they are doing. Yes, they nailed it. We are having such a big week because we called Chuck Gate mm-hmm. and it's real. It's real. And we've been talking about. The BNOCs. <laughs> and I don't think we actually invented that idea, but it doesn't matter. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about it. We're basically... We've been hyping it up. We're soothsayers of the Sonic world. Hey, feel free to go back and re-listen to previous episodes and find out what else we were right about. Because I guess it was probably about everything. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. I'm really excited, too. And the new trailer was good. And yeah. some pe- and, and there is a, absolutely a case to be made for this kind of game being potentially a mess, mm-hmm. even probably a mess. Yeah. Like multiple mechanics and so forth. You got 3D mode like Sonic Adventure, 2D mode like Classic Sonic, and then Ratchet and Clank yeah, exactly. as original the character. Where you get to just like shoot your little swingy... Get a 
rope. Yeah. yeah, it's great. You shoot your swingy rope. Um, they got, but but you could but you could be. Oops. <laughs> that's the second one. That's the that's number two. This I've out. sworn twice. Mm-hmm. Oops, I didn't mean to. I'm so excited. I'm not even thinking. <laughs> I'll get them. Mm-hmm. Um, we hide all our swears here, but if you want the swears, you, you can wanna, listen to our other podcast. If you want to hear me say the swear words? <laughs> go to every day is great. Um, it's so good. But the gameplay mechanics could be a mess, right? Mm-hmm. And it's probably not going to be perfect. But yes. we've been over this. Like, it would be awesome if they made a perfect game, mm-hmm. but they're kind of making a weird game, and that is also valuable. Here's what I think could be cool about this. Yeah. If they take that Sonic style, uh, the classic Sonic style, and yep. they take the modern Sonic style, and then they let you make your OC, yeah. and, they cr- and they use this to propel a story forward that they could keep playing with. Yep. They conclude this story. Maybe they uh, wrap up with those characters or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they have the opportunity to build a line that could incorporate these elements, all of these elements going forward and get better with them. And maybe create something that's a little bit unifying. Could be. For the Sonic world. I don't understand why it's not possible to just do all three of these gameplay formats with Sonic. Okay. There is... I had two video game comparison thoughts this week thinking about Sonic Forces and the first one for that the reference point for the next Sonic game needs to be Nier Automata okay I played the first hour of that game and was blown away by how effortlessly it shifts between genres and perspectives and mechanics Mm -hmm. using the same exact controls yeah and what it does is you're running around in 3D doing hops and platforms and stuff. You get up on a staircase, the camera shifts to the side, and now you're only moving in two dimensions. Yeah. It's the same buttons. Everything works exactly right, but you can only move side to side. It's perfect. Yeah. It is perfect. And the and Nier Automata is amazing, and I've only played it an hour and a half of it or whatever, but the beginning is so good. That's how Sonic needs to be done. Thinking you of Sonic work- like that as a 3D bullet hell jump around could yeah. be really, really fun. Yeah. Really, really good. Somebody mod Nier Automata, <laughs> so it's about Metal Sonic, mm-hmm. aka Real Sonic, apparently. I think I just said four vowels wrong, and I'm fine. I'm keeping yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going on. Just keep it going forward. Um, But it's really, really good, and it, it incorporates the like history of video games, which is kind of what Sonic generations and what sonic forces is kind of doing it's yeah. like listen this is all video game mm-hmm. there's no perfect video game <laughs> it's all video game and if we can make it good then it's a nice change of pace yeah right and there's people like playing the sonic adventure games where you swap characters you swap mechanics you know you, mm-hmm. you changing level to level is also a thing about sonic not doing the same thing all the time is a thing about sonic like getting yeah. distracted and changing what you're doing is kind of a thing Sonic would make for a good WarioWare-like. Oh, my God. Like a, like a Sonic-branded WarioWare Oh, game? my God, yes. That would be so Whoa! good. You could even make it story-driven, but a series of mini-games that are about Sonic doing a ver- and his friends doing a lot of different things to make oh something happen. Oh, my God. I'm that could be so it. good. I'm losing it at that idea. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. So, one second, you're running down one of those, like, mock-level paths, yeah, right? And yeah. you're doing that for, like, a... 20 second period yeah. where you have to like jump jump and you're getting a score based on how well you jump and dodge and collect rings yes. and then at the end you like high five Amy because uh, a huge 
ship has started shooting missiles down and Amy has to whack them back with her hammer by yeah. going in a two-dimensional space uh-huh, back uh-huh, and forth uh-huh. and hitting the missiles back at the thing. Yes. And then when she's done, she like uh, whacks one of the missiles and Sonic jumps on it. Yeah. And then he like rides the missile and you have to play as Sonic steering it around. Or, so- or Sonic's f- uh, Sonic's riding the rocket and you've got to be tails shooting obstructions. Like you're While flying he's just the plane flying. and you got to shoot the tail. Ah! This would be so cool. So good. And that's like you switch to Knuckles and he's inside the base and you have to do like a fighting, a sequence of fighting where you're doing like a Batman fight. You you, you can see Sonic out the window of the spaceship approaching on the rocket and you have to clear the enemies fast fast enough and hit the button so that the door will open and Sonic can fly in. We're geniuses! (laughs) And that's what we've talked before about how Sonic and friends as a heist story yeah, would work yeah. really well and like this this game based action heist sequence because even in the three-dimensional games we've played yeah. they try to do that yes so that they, is, this is the spirit of what sonic adventure and sonic 06 have tried yeah, to do because sonic 06 would have you trade off with knuckles and then knuckles did a task that would open a door for sonic and then sonic is like thanks but they've just never done a good job of conveying how everything was connected and they all last and they're too also long. just not fun they're not fun and they take too long and they're too elaborate yeah Ugh, having a like Justice League Unlimited of the Sonic universe where you've got all of these different people that are all going to contribute in tiny ways. Like, suddenly you cut to... Charmy, right? And Charmy the bee Uh, uh is, like, flying through the ventilation ducts (laughs) of a tiny place. And you've got, um... What's his name? Uh, The crocodile. What is his name? Um... Ah! Computer... DJ? Is it just DJ? Computer the crocodile? Computer, yeah. Computer room! Come to my computer room! That's what I call my room! Well, you cut to computer room and he has to distract an audience with, uh... With by playing music. And you've got to scratch the beats at the right time? Dude, don't say anything else. This is the best idea, and we need to be paid for it. This is I'm such a good game. I'm not saying anything else out loud about this. Sega, Sonic Team, you can have us. We're available. <laughs> We're both freelancers. We'll take... Hey, listen, we're going to work with you for a little while. I don't care. This is the best idea. This will be so good. This is the Sonic Jam. Yeah. Let's get, call it get, Sonic Jam. Get the Persona 4 music guy on on board. Shoji Meguro. Yeah, Shoji, I was trying to find it. Shoji yeah. Meguro. Get Shoji Meguro on board. Mm. Get Follow that feel, that coolness feel, that Persona 5 is what I meant to say. Okay. Persona 5 is like nailed and okay. grabbed of this okay. like heisty, intense action feeling. Yes. Tie that into a game, but make it like this multicolored, fun Sonic oh, experience man. for kids where they're trying to like break into the Doom the doom egg yeah exactly the giant and then you could do the each of these little mini games warioware style could be like you you could have a mode that's just like party mode where you play four players and everybody's trying to punch all the guys fast enough yeah like all that kind of stuff where you just trying to get the god and even if it wasn't that micro when you made the if you made a real game that wasn't that micro yeah you could make those levels feel like that still and it could make a game that just like barrels forward and has everybody working together and communicating and that's the thing about creating a sense of pacing also because so many of the sonic games try to feel fast and this is the thing i'm worried about with sonic forces when i see the sonic adventure style like blasting forward down a street i don't there's something about that that doesn't quite work for me personally. Yes, yeah. It doesn't ever feel quite right. It's a little janky. It's a little squirrely. It's a little bit like, ah, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And you have to react super fast, but you're not Sonic, so you can't actually react that fast. Yes. And I always think about, should he see things in slow motion at certain times so that you can react faster? And then it like, see, that would be really fun. I would love that. Mm-hmm. But then the way that you create a sense of pacing and of that speed is that you cut, right? Yeah. You so have as to soon, cut. So, as soon as Sonic is not 
doing something where he's immediately being fast. You have to do somebody else who's having to do something very busy. That's exactly right. And, and show that Sonic is taking two minutes to ride a rocket to the moon. Because the fastest movies yes. are these heisty crime movies. Those are for sure the movies that feel the fastest. But people do things carefully. They do things carefully, things, but, but they're they, doing them all at once. In sequence. Mm-hmm. So you sequence it. This is the best idea. Also, they, there's no way they haven't done that with a Sonic game, right? Where he like runs so fast, and then there's a moment where you're like, like <laughs> press left to dodge, and then he runs so fast, and you're like, you're like duck for a second. Yeah, and uh, that would still feel fast and uh, fun. I think. I think so. Sonic 06, obviously not gr- great at executing anything. It has those like you hit the pillar and then you have to press the button to jump. It's got certain like t- active time kind of things, but, but not not good ones. Yeah, none of that is done really well. Some of the well. other ones must. I don't know. I, we still haven't played all of them, but but it would be so it would be so good to have it be that they don't give you action commands that you can see or whatever. It's just that things are flying at you and you have to learn how to like Okay, I have to press down here. Okay, uh, I have to press left here. I want to play the game where Sonic and Team assault oh my God. Robotnik's moon base. It's a rhythm game. It would basically be a rhythm game. I, like, this game could be a rhythm could, game, it, and it would be... It could just be a rhythm game. I Certain sections of it should probably be a rhythm game, but I think WarioWare style, you have to have all these different, different types of, of mechanics. Like, yeah. Similar mecha- like easy to execute, but different mechanics. And the Switch is such a good console for this. Oh, don't even get me started on the... Switched. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Really good idea. And we are available. And you can just send the contract. uh, Yeah, your two show at gmail.com. Your two show at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. And no more fanfic, please. Um, (laughs) The other game idea that I had, which doesn't need to be uh, expanded upon anywhere near as much, is just that Sonic Forces could also have been the Metal Gear Solid 2 of the Sonic world. Okay. Where they were showing Sonic and classic Sonic doing stuff. But then it turns out you will actually only play as your OC. See, that would be watching really cool. the other Sonics do stuff and like facilitating them and helping them. And this is a kind of a similar idea. But Metal Gear Solid Two, you start out playing as Snake, and then it switches to Raiden for the rest of the game. And yeah, everybody hated it so much, but they were wrong because that game's very good. <laughs> uh, it was just a mess with your expectations in a way that was aggressive. Whereas in this game, it's like, no, you are part of Sonic's team. Mm-hmm. Then you can have Sonic in the distance going real fast and doing super cool stuff and doing things that he can do that you can never execute in a real game yeah uh, while you're doing other stuff and sonic forces will probably have scenes like that right we've talked a little bit before about how one of the things that would probably help sonic Mm -hmm. as a property yeah is getting away from sonic needing to be the center of attention yep because that's what sonic x is doing and it works great yeah because he is he has a specific purpose on a team he's not even the leader necessarily he's not the one like i mean he is the leader but he's not necessarily built to be in charge yeah exactly. he's not the one who's like giving commands yeah he can be a supportive leader but yep. he's not giving and a commands. delegator yeah yep but he has one specific purpose he's good at and that thing doesn't make sense as the main character of a story really yeah when you when you try to make the story more interesting yeah it becomes Tails needs to be the one that it's about, exactly. right? Or Knuckles needs to be the one that it's about. Chris needs to go to school, but have that turn into a thing. Yeah. Like, and this is the this is the heist game, dude. Yeah. Ah! Spotlight everybody, and the heist game would require everybody to be at the top of their game, mm-hmm. so nobody gets anymore yeah i even think if you do it in stages right the first level of the heist game is like uh you are 
against Eggman who's doing something. Yeah. And so you go through a sequence of getting Eggman. And at the end of that, a wider problem appears and Eggman has to join. And now he's part of it. Heck yeah. So then you yeah, have dude. his legions of robots. There's a mini game where you're playing as him with a with a joystick <laughs> yeah. controlling like a hundred robots that are all like getting in a fight at once. And so you're having to like lead like Pikmin this. style pushing yeah. them around. Oh! It would be so fun. Okay. You got that. And then you've also got ones where he's just like. You have to hammer at the right time, like, like Push the on buttons. a conveyor belt and, like, assemble the robots yes. like, in sequence. And if a bunch cut. of them, it would it cuts back and forth. It's T- just a sequence with him yeah, where you're yeah. playing with all of them, and then when enough of them break, you have to, like, build more. Yeah, dude! This, this is really is so good. good! Oh, no! Oh, and every once in a while, oh, my gosh, every once in a while, it cuts to Cream and Cheese having a tea party, and it's like... <laughs> Like, there's, like, a, a battle going on in space, and every once in a while, you play as cream and cheese yes, who are, like, yes, sipping tea, and yes. then you, like, have them get up and, like, walk a few feet to the right, and then, like, uh, debris falls. Uh, and that's, like, a little tiny piece of it that you do. This rules! And this game could be, like, an hour and a half long it could if be a, you execute it perfectly. It could be an app game with, like, a really fun... God, I hate being this close to being a millionaire! <laughs> I hate this. That game would... Frickin' rule. I swear to John. I swan a John. I swan a John. Shout out to Merit. Mm-hmm. If you make this game and you do not employ us because we have 400 more good ideas about this, <laughs> if you make this game and I don't make a dollar, I will come it, for you. I will enjoy that game. I will enjoy the game, but I need to make the money, please. I'm desperate. <laughs> I need money and I need to see my good ideas made real. Uh, uh, this is not this is not Cool Games Inc. You don't have the right to make the thing. Do not do a jam about this. I don't know. This is not a jam game. I'm kind of into that jam. Yeah, but only if we get 20% of the profits. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. You cannot make this game if we do not make money. <laughs> I'm not doing this for free. I disagree. Send me an email. Send me a private email. No, you don't disagree. You don't have to pay Caleb, but you have to pay me. I also send me a private ad. All the ideas that I came up with today, you can have for free. No, you can't. Why are you saying that? Caleb, you're leaving money on the table and it's my table. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's going to heist this right out from under us. No. We have 400 more good ideas that are available for (laughs) $500,000. Or uh, maybe just $50,000, or I don't know what money is good. I don't know what money is good, but... <laughs> How I, much is a good amount of money? But I uh, but I do want to do this for my job, so... Mm. You want to make video games for your job? I want to tell people how to make video games for my job. Mm, I'm not sure that's a job. Sure. It is a job. It's called Game Designer, and it's a job. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think you have, to actually, you have to actually design the game, though. Mm, I am designing it right now. <laughs> Putting together a document right now. All right. Are we good for today? Yes, you that's think? it. Thanks for listening to our uh, our Chuck Gate Sonic Forces Sonic X Game Design Podcast. Sonic X Game Design Podcast, where we have solved every problem related to Sonic the Hedgehog. Tell your friends. I'm your sorry. two show solved every problem. I'm sorry that I'm getting I'm getting a little worked up and I'm getting a little high and mighty about this, but I'm feeling I just really want to play very that game. good about our ideas. I want to play that game so bad. It's perfect. That game would be so fun. That is the perfect Sonic game for me. Yeah. Mm. Gosh, that would be so good. Bah. What would we call it? What's the name? I think that's important. I'm not going to say it right now. No, I think it's important that we come up with it. No, because it no. Because you have to reveal the brand later in the process. No. I'm not... I'm serious about this, dude. No, I'm thinking about our fans being able to, like, run with this and make their own little cute Okay, ideas. so it needs a code name. Yeah. 
Not Sonic Heist. I, I want it to be cuter than that. Mm-hmm. I, my brain is going, no, 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 no. Do not produce good content right this second. This That's our job. This is a good content. Need- <laughs> good content time. I need money. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, t- Sonic... I guess so. Sonic probably has to be in the name. I right? guess it's got to have Sonic in the name. Could mm-hmm. it be called something like Sonic Jam? Uh, Sonic Jam is okay. Sonic Jam's okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to incorporate the um, the heist element. The hi- yeah. Should we just crib right off of Cool Games Inc? You give me a Sonic word, and then I'll give. You, <laughs> I'll give you a heist. Do our Cool Games Inc. fanfic segment. Yeah, where we pretend um, to be doing a Cool Games okay, Inc. thing. Okay, you say a Sonic word, and I'll say a heist-related word. I think we should do it the other way around. You want me to say the Sonic word, and you. D- yeah. Okay, I'll say a sonic word. Wait, okay, yeah, I got it. All right. One, two, two three. three. Synchronize. I said loop. Loop? Syn- yeah. Sonic, synchronize, loop. That sounds like a good... That's like, pretty cool. That's like a Japanese... Yeah, that's a good, a good Japanese, Japanese title for a, yeah. for a sub episode. Okay, let's do another one. Sonic loop, synchronize. Yeah, sonic loop, synchronize. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. We want to do another one? Sure. Okay. Uh, Wait. Okay, do uh, we want to switch this time? No, no. So yeah, you give me a heist term and I give you a sonic term? Okay, sure, sure. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Okay, one, two, three. Blue. Elaborate, elaborate blue. <laughs> elaborate blue. <laughs> so that's our code name for this project is elaborate. Code blue. name elaborate blue. <laughs> Sonic elaborate blue. For real. That's Why do a I really not- good name. Why hasn't anyone hired us yet? That's the name of the like team. Like we are Elaborate Blue. Sonic God. or at least that's the that's the code name is Elaborate Blue. Team Sonic Elaborate Blue. Sonic Elaborate Blue. Okay, well Sonic colon Elaborate Blue. We're we're working we're workshopping the logo right now. I'm gonna go take a nap because I've done enough for today. <laughs> this this We've is We've saved awesome. the world today. We saved the world. We saved Sonic Team. We saved Sega today. Mm-hmm. Somebody okay. Let's cancel Sonic Forces. Let's get Sonic Elaborate Blue up in there. I want to. I'm. You know. I want to leave Sonic Forces on the table because Elaborate Blue I, is going to look so good compared to even how good Sonic Forces is yeah, going to be. I think Sonic Forces probably actually will be really. I fun. think it's going to be really good. I'm really looking forward to it and Mania. I'm hype on Sonic right now. God, this year is going to be so good. If we and also isn't there supposed to be a movie in 2018? There's going to be a movie in 2018. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so ready. I wonder if the movie's going to play off the Forces universe. Oh, but it's going to have real people in it. It's going to have real people in it, and it's made by the Deadpool people. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is going to play Sonic. Ryan Reynolds already is going to play joke. Sonic, and I, I just remembered it, and I'm <laughs> I'm fine with it. I might I be okay. I be fine with it. The worst possible Sonic movie would be Seth MacFarlane doing it, like, Teddy style, like whatever that bear movie is called. Oh, no. And, like, keep, keep Seth, Seth MacFarlane out of Way from Sonic. Alf Sonic. Alf Sonic. We're gonna go work on Sonic Elaborate Blue, and until till next week, I'm Caleb Zane Hewitt. And I'm Nick Sega Genius Splendor. <laughs> and you and you you beautiful you, you beautiful blue babies. You're your two shows. <laughs> Spine to spine. Wow. Back to back all day. And then butt to butt.
is implied when that's what you say. 